got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed.
You guys ready? Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, I love you, damn dirty daggers. Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Friday, January been injured in an accident do yourself solid call the ap logger why did i do that? that's not true anymore i'm i've got two things going i got a racist dude on the pod bean and i just realized my mic is super low and i don't know why uh is it is it is it low is it low i feel like my mic is rather low right now and i'm not actually sure what's happening what's going on okay well i guess we're gonna find out um Hey, welcome to the program. Uh, yeah, I, that's what it's, that's what I thought. Yeah, coming in low. Music is louder than Barry. Okay, I got a. I don't know what happened. I'm really not sure. Let me just bump up the gain on the mic. Here we go. Uh, oh, that's the device volume. We need the gain. Oh, what the hell? Hey, that's better. Hey, there we go. Much better. Okay. I think we've got it all figured out now. All right. Hey, what's up, Steve? Yeah, no subscribe yet. I just getting rolling on the Twitter side of things. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, I've been doing this show on YouTube for a year and a half, and I'm just now transitioning over to Twitch. So haven't made affiliate yet. Next week, I'll make affiliate. I probably, to be honest with you, I probably won't... uh, Uh, apply for affiliate status right away i kind of like being able to do this on youtube and twitch at the same time plus i think it's going to take a lot of the community and the folks that kind of join in randomly to get used to coming to twitch so i want to still be able to promote it so unfortunately no sub i appreciate the the thought though that's very kind of you also you guys will notice i don't have any alerts working yet so when you follow like scott or uh homo astros fan I don't feel like that's appropriate for me to say that. But when you follow, I won't. You won't. Cilio followed today. Thank you, buddy. Uh, the Real J Monkey followed today. Uh, See No Evil followed today. Uh, Scott Ho, BZH420. So none of the alerts are popping up. But they will. They will in due time. Hold on. Let me. I had to clean that up back there. I don't know what you guys thinking. I live all junky. I do though. All the shit you can you, is all this side. So, uh, Clarence says so we can give you some tig old bitties. Yes. Well, eventually, 
eventually. Hey, welcome to the program. So you're going to notice a couple things different right now. We're just getting rolling. There's going to be a five-minute intro to start the show on Twitch. Because on Twitch, it's a little bit different. There's no notifications like YouTube. I mean, there is, but not as good. So I'll probably have a five-minute countdown. We'll do the intro. We'll get rolling. I don't know how we're going to do Greatest Decade in the History of the World. Because it's kind of difficult for me to find that and figure it out. I guess I'm going to have to to figure that out. Um, uh, maybe I'll have to, you know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But there will be greatest decade in the history of the world. It just won't happen today. But it is a Friday. No YouTube today. All Twitch. The experiment starts now. We're going to find out. Lots to talk about. we got NFL wild card weekend. Uh, a little more talk on the Texans and how they're going to botch this head coaching search. Uh, Bart Scott. Bart Scott had some advice for Josh Allen for playing in the cold. You're not going to want to miss this. Um, I've got some interesting news from, from the world of food and no, it's not Snoop hot dogs. Uh, and there's some other things, including if you get COVID, can that make your junk shrink? We're going to discuss all that today. Uh, so, uh, you, you picked a good day to tune in if you're brand new, by the way, you can watch on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. If you're listening on a podcast, Apple Tunes, I uh, or yeah, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora. If you're listening later, we're always live Monday through Thursday, two to four on YouTube. Fridays eleven to four on or eleven to one on Twitch, and uh, you can listen on Podbean. Go to Podbean.com or just add the app, and you'll be able to listen live and ignore the one racist piece of shit that loves to spam my show with racist stuff. I don't understand how this dude does it. I'm gonna, in fact, I gotta print screen this. Uh, I'm turning this some bitch. I've turned this dude in like three times and Podbean has done nothing. Uh, so we're going to try one more time. Or what I might just do is tell Podbean to go fuck themselves and not use their service anymore. So that might be a possibility too. Hey, what's up to the chat? We can say hello to the, everyone in the chat. I see Fidel was first. By the way, <laughs> Clarence was second. Shelby was third. Crystal fourth and Matt Pochet. Poch Gaming was fifth. I see Tony the Handsome is here. Philip Bernard in the building. Um, who else is here? RC1911. What's up, homie? What's up, Robert? Steven the Weather Guy is here. Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch. Charles Garza and my sweet, sweet Donna. And Scott. What's up, Scott? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Sleek seat. How are you, sweetie? Virginia Buttonweed is here. Truck driver Pookie is here. Uh, Crystal Meth is here. Not like the actual crystal met. Okay. Cisco, what's up, dude? Uh, who else is here? Stevie Buns, what's up, man? Good to see you. Thank you for coming back. Movemaker is here. Richard Vales is in the building. What's up, Richie? Richie Rich. Uh, who else? Clarence, I got Jen. My sweet Jen, how are you? Uh, Nick Gamboa is in the building. And I think I got Charles Garza already. Who else am I missing here? Biggie, what's up, Biggie? He said Team Twitch. Let's go. Yeah, Team Twitch is... I kind of like it over here. I think the people are starting to get used to it. I think you people are starting to adjust. What do you mean, you people? I think folks are getting used to it. I think eventually this will be the right move. Justin Kelm, what's up, dude? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, I think eventually Twitch is going to be the right play. You know, with the raids and the fun and the not being YouTube, I think it's the right play long term. Uh, who else is? Did I miss anybody else? Alex Villanueva showed up. The Real J Monkey is here. I know it's you, Justin Swinford. I know. Oh, maybe chat doesn't know it's you. I know it's you. Uh, who else? I think I got everybody. If I missed you, raise your hand. If I missed you, raise your hand. Yeah, I fixed it. It was loud as fuck for a second. I fixed it. All right, we're good. Biggie, what's up? Okay, your sound effects are way too loud, but still. 
Oh, the okay. Is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. Oh, during the adjustment period on the microphone, we may have uh, may have had a few issues. Okay, we're getting all the kinks worked out. This is the first ever full time live solo show from this show. Well, I think there was like a week when I was on my fuck YouTube kick where I I came over, uh, but. This is official, so yeah, and and that was on Ecamm Live and not VMix and not all this, so that was when I was back over there on that side of the office. So we're getting it worked out, folks. We're getting the kinks worked out. Horn is better now, Barry. Thank you. How about this one, Fidel? Uh, Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, shut your horn mouth. <laughs> Total Dallas always drops the like number that he is. He's like, well, nope, can't can't like the program. So yeah, there's no likes. There's no. Uh, there's no way to like it. Joe Hernandez, thank you for the follow, buddy. Very much appreciate that. Uh, there's no reason to, to force you to like the show or none of that shit. So, that being said, uh, let's get into it. First of all, I want to acknowledge everybody for their $5 Fridays. Thank you for keeping that tradition alive. After yesterday, you guys really, I mean, you guys are super generous. And um, I, 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 I am not worthy. But Sylvia sent a $5 Friday. She said, happy fancy $5 Friday. Catch you on the replay. David there, uh, PP Dubs, Dave. I, PP Dubs Dave sent a $5 Friday. Philip Barnard sent a $5 Friday. And Alex Villanueva sent a $5 Friday. But my PayPal is kind of acting like a bitch. So I'm trying to get the message out, but it's not letting me. Uh, but Alex Villanueva, thank you for the $10, $5 Friday. Totally unnecessary to be sending $5 Fridays, especially after yesterday, you guys. Um, and if you're new to the program, that wasn't my idea to do the $5 Fridays. I'm not that guy. Uh, the deckheads are amazing. People started that on their own. Uh, and it's a tradition that continues today. Uh, so here we are. Oh, I found Alex Villanueva's, uh, thing here. Keith Sager sent a $5 Friday. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, yo, here's a little something just for keeping the entertainment of fun going. Appreciate the content and work. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you guys for being here. It is Friday. So it is a lawn talk Friday. If you have questions about your lawn, uh, just put hashtag lawn talk in the chat and I will answer them. I will find them and I will answer them. So let's get to it. Let's just get on getting on uh, and start with our uh, with our sports headlines for the day. All right, here we go. The house. It's weird. I got to be honest with you, man. It is like super weird starting on Twitch, even though it's the same show. It just felt different. Also, I can tell that my camera's crooked. Do you see this? Like this side and this side don't match. The the gap between the ceilings. Okay, we got to take that out. That's that's bothered me. How did I end up this crooked on this camp? Okay, you know what? Squirrel moments. Get to the headlines, Barry. Here's your headline. Sources are saying that the MLB proposal did little to sway players and bridge the gap that exists between the two sides. Um, this doesn't mean that baseball is in jeopardy, but remember now, pitchers and catchers report in February. It is January 15th. We are in the middle of January. So we've got some time, but not a whole lot. And, and they met last Thursday. And as far as negotiating goes, baseball and the players union are notoriously slow about negotiating. So if you're a big baseball fan, I'm not saying that the season is in jeopardy yet. But it is a bit concerning. Now, to everybody involved, they all want to make money. And if they're not on the field, the owners aren't making money. The players aren't making money. So it's in their best interest, or as my mom would say, it would behoove them to get to the table and take it serious and actually get some work done. But that's not how this works in baseball. Basketball is a bit different. Football, kind of. 
baseball for some reason the union and the and and the the league just cannot get on the same page and get in lockstep so um expect this to be ongoing and and yes i think the season might be in jeopardy but there's still chance there's still a chance to save it right now uh other sports headlines jj watt practiced he has completed his rehab he's done all his workouts he's he's they just don't know if he's going to be able to play on monday so we'll have to figure that out but he is uh, if they do advance expect him to be able to play uh in the next round of the NFL playoffs. What's up, Pete Jones? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Super Bowl 56 is going to remain in LA. I don't know if you guys heard this, but because of COVID protocols in LA and California and some of the different rules that they have, uh, it was looking like they might not be able to play the Super Bowl in in California and in LA for Super Bowl 56, but that has been determined that it's going to be okay. Let me tell you what happened here. Some very rich people greased some hands of some politicians and said, look, we know COVID is bad. We know the Omni, Omni, Omnicron, whatever the hell it is that all these people are getting sick on. We don't get it because we got, you know, steroids and, 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 uh, um, uh, antioxidants and, uh, 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 what are those, uh, stem cells? That's what rich people get, right? Like, I don't feel good. I'll just go get a $3,000 stem cell injection. But they're not worried about COVID. They just want the Super Bowl to happen. So they pay the politicians off, delay any votes or anything like that, and allow the Super Bowl to continue uh, in L.A. And then watch, the day after Super Bowl, California's going to be like, all right, we're shutting shit down. We just had to get this multi-million dollar event out of the way first. I know, y'all's health is not our problem. Um, So... Yeah, so I so I find it interesting, but they were going to bring it to uh, to Texas, where uh, there are no rules or laws, and we don't care about humans, anyways. All right, I'll uh, Clarence, I see your long talk question. I have added it to the queue. Have no fear, my friend. Uh, sources are saying that Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper has been fined by the league for violating COVID nineteen protocols. Bro, bro went to a Mavs game. Look. I'm not telling you don't live your life. I'm not telling you that. But if you're in the playoffs on a Super Bowl contending team like the Dallas Cowboys, yes, I said it. They are Super Bowl contenders. Not every team in the playoffs is Super Bowl contenders. Every team in the playoffs has a chance. But not every team in the playoffs is a Super Bowl contender. So let's get that straight. But you're a wide receiver, an important piece, a key cog of a Super Bowl contending team, and you know what the protocols are, but yet you still just decide, I'm going to go get a Mavs game, possibly get sick. Not a not a smart move. Not a smart move at all. Um, all right, other headlines. The Pistons have voided the deal with the Nuggets where they traded for Bowl Bowl because Bowl Bowl failed, failed the physical. I just wanted to. I wonder if that's how his whole life is. Bowl, bowl. Fail, fail. Physical, physical. He's all like, hey, hey. Sup, sup, y'all, y'all. Bowl, bowl here, here. All right. Um, What is this? Not according to Cla- Clarence. Clarence just wants to use his emojis. I really feel like Clarence is like, hey, make this about me. Clarence. Clarence has his long talk question. How much manure should we bury the Cowboys with when they lose to the 49ers? Okay. I'm going to let you work that out with CeCe. 
Um, just know that wasn't your finest moment. Just know that. And if you're, I, I will say this. I don't, I don't have a lot of rules on this show. You know, be safe, be kind, love each other. Don't be racist. Don't be sexist. Don't be misogynistic. But also, don't use the fucking hashtags if you're not going to put up a real topic. If you put hashtag lawn talk and you don't ask me a fucking lawn talk, you know what? Five minute timeout, Clarence. I'm going to, we got to, I got to lay down the law. I got to lay down the law on Twitch right away. You're not just going to abuse the lawn talk hashtag. You're not going to abuse the Lawn Talk hashtag, Clarence. I'm sorry. You're getting a five-minute timeout. Let's see here. Um, let's see. Clarence, timeout 10 minutes. Oh, good job, Matt. <laughs> let's go. Clarence, listen, I don't fuck around, okay? You know, if we do a hashtag AMAAA, that's a little bit different. That question... You could ask me anything about anything. And if your question was how much manure do you need? Yeah, then that's what that's a good. But you don't you don't mess with the long talk hashtag. I, there are certain things I cannot. I cannot. Uh, I cannot allow it. Oh, and I love that the Cowboy fans are firing back. Cece said, no, we're good. Sunday, he'll be fiddling his diddle. And uh, I'll be watching my team play football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about this weekend's games. Wild card weekend. Are you ready? We ready. We ready. Now, now. Okay. Oh, I see your hashtag along. Okay. I see you, uh, VB. I got that added to the queue. All right. So here's wild card weekend. We know the matchups. Raiders, Bengals. Pats, Bills, Steelers, Kansas City. I don't know why I didn't say Chiefs. I just, I, I hate when people do that, and I'm so guilty of it. Uh, also, I probably need to put myself, it is Twitch. People are a little bit, act a little bit funny on Twitch if you're not on screen. So let me uh, let me go on and, and throw daddy's picture up here too. There we go. Oh, look at that. Look how pretty this little stupid face is. Uh, there we go. Okay. Um, so. Steelers, uh, Chiefs, you got Cardinals, Rams, you got Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, and Bucks. Here are my picks. Uh, Heartthrob, I see your long talk question. I've added it to the queue. So I did this already on Sports Rabbit. I hadn't really officially done it here. So here are my picks. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bills. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Rams. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Bucks. And that is kind of a chalk uh, bracket, and I get it. I, I understand this is a very much chalk bracket. Uh, oh, you took all the home teams in the high seeds. Look, I, there are cases to be made. All right. You can make the case for, uh, the Raiders beating the Bengals, though. I don't think that that exists, uh, in reality. I think that the Bengals are just a better football team. Uh, they can run, they can pass, they can play defense. And, and I understand the Raiders, maybe I'm sleeping on them a little bit, but, the Raiders have not, they've had a tumultuous season. I understand they've overcame a lot. It's really good, but now they know they're still in a head coaching search. It's still an interim position. The Raiders, uh, they've got a lot of heart and soul, but I don't think they can match player for player uh, as far as depth goes with the Bengals. So I just and I think the Bengals are just a better football team. Period. Bills and Patriots. I got to be honest with you. This is this is maybe a tougher matchup than we anticipated or than I anticipated. Bills looked really good in the second meeting that they had. That first one, obviously the wind bowl when it was like nine to six and 
New England ran the ball 832 times and threw one pass, and that was an anomaly of a game. I think you throw that game out and you just look at the last game. Uh, Mac Jones is a hell of a quarterback. Bill Belichick has done a hell of a job with the New England Patriots. That defense is one of the best defenses of football. But I just don't think they have the offensive firepower to hang with Josh Allen. It's going to be cold. That obviously favors the defense, but don't sleep on Buffalo. Buffalo, I think Buffalo had the best plus-minus ratio of any team in football, meaning they scored more and gave up less, and that's how you get your plus-minus ratio. If you score more than you give up, you have a plus ratio. If you score less than you give up, you have a minus ratio. All of the good teams usually have a plus ratio. All of the bad teams usually have a minus ratio. Oh, what? That's science. Actually, it's math, but... Uh, Bills, really good offense, really good defense. And I think that I just don't know that New England can hang with them through four quarters. It's zero degrees. Is that true? Holy shoot. Hoo boy. Uh, and then lastly, over in the AFC, you got Chiefs and Stillas matching up. I think it's pretty obvious. This was It was nice that Big Ben got him a little extra gamey game. But this is where it ends. Congratulations, Ben. You had a hell of a career. But but this is it. I mean, we all agree on that, right? This is he he done he gone. All right, over on the uh, NFC side of the ball, this to me is the toughest game to pick. This this Rams Cardinals game is the toughest game to pick. It's two teams that I can't really find figure out who they are. I don't know what they're doing from week to week. They look like the best team in football. They look like one of the worst teams in football. The Cardinals start off like gangbusters, floundering down the stretch. The Rams have been wishy-washy, but when their defense is on, it's on. When their offense is on, it's on. But they still seem a little vulnerable. And the Rams will get after you on both sides of the ball, too. Very well-rounded. As are the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have some questions. No D-hop. J.J. Watt's not playing, or we don't know if he's going to play I, I I went with the Rams just because I feel like they've been a tad more consistent and defensively I like them on that side of the ball a little bit better than the Cardinals. But I'll be honest with you, you could convince me either way that either team wins this game. Some of these other matchups, you're not convincing me that the Steelers are winning. You're probably not going to convince me to pick the Raiders over the Bengals. You might be able to convince me to pick the Patriots just because of what they did in, week, in, in the first matchup. I, I, okay, there's like a 10% chance you could convince me the Raiders, but... In this matchup, it's 50-50. If you guys told me I'm a moron and I need to switch picks, I probably would do that. <clears throat> but I'm just going to roll with the Rams on this one. Niners-Cowboys. <laughs> CC is just killing the chat. I love this chat on chat violence. Does, is this, does Twitch beget this? Beget this? Um... Alex Villanueva said, okay, Barry, I'll take one visiting team, the Niners. A lot of people on the Niners. A lot of people, a lot of people on the Niners for some reason. Um, I don't know why you guys find the Niners to be so impressive. If you're in the chat, here's, here's what I need to know. I can't do a poll, so we're going to use the numbers one and five. If you believe in your heart, if maybe you're not picking them to win. But if you think the Niners are are legitimately a, a, an impressive football team with a real shot of beating the Cowboys, put a one. If you think the Niners are a lot of smoke and mirrors and they've had some good runs and yeah, George Kittle's great and uh, you know, but you don't believe in Garoppolo or you don't believe in Shanahan or whatever, put a five. So if you believe in the Niners, I'm not saying you're picking them to win. 
But if you believe in the Niners that they're better than I'm giving them credit for, put a one. If you if you think, eh, I think a lot of this stuff is fool's gold. <laughs> Get it, gold? 49ers? All right, I'll fuck off. Put a five. I'm be interested to see what you guys, how, how much you really believe in the 49ers. <clears throat> uh, Stevie said playoffs are all about momentum and the Niners have more coming in. True? Yeah? Evo Samuels playing his ass off? Uh, I, the nine, I, let me do this. I want to pull up. Let's see here. I wish I had all of the schedules in front of me. I'd love to be able to see what each team did uh down the stretch but what we can do is look at they do streaks here's the current streaks while you guys vote in the chat bills won four down the stretch patriots lost one although the, i mean these losses when you're in the playoffs don't really matter all that much Bengals lost one steelers won two um titans won three chiefs won one R- raiders won four San Francisco won two down the stretch. The Raiders, might, Raiders and the Bills have the longest winning streak down the stretch. Cowboys won one. Eagles won or lost one. Packers lost one. And again, that game really doesn't matter for the Packers. Bucks won three down the stretch. Rams and, and Cardinals each lost one. Niners won two. But if I pull up all these teams that are in the playoffs and just really quickly peruse their schedule, just right, right fast, just, just real quick, let's just see. Uh, so the Niners end the season. If we just look at one, two, three, last five games, four and one, pretty healthy. Uh, Cardinals end the season one and four. Okay. Rams in the season. Actually, you know what? I, uh, I, yeah, I could do this whole window. Let me see here. I'm going to, I'm going to let y'all look at this with me. Let's, let's look together chat. Let's look together. Let me fix this. Boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. I need some like on hold music. All right. So here's all the different. Here, here's the schedules, right? So here was what I was looking at there. By the way, plus minus differential. There you go. I was right. Bills 194. Patriots 159. Really good. Uh, Cowboys uh, best plus minus differential in the Nash, in the uh, NFC. Excuse me. At 172, Bucks second at 158. This is what maybe why a lot of people don't believe in the in the Packers, but I think that's ridiculous. Um, oh, lots of ones in the chat. Dig that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight ones in the chat. Eight of you believe in the Niners. One, two, three. Four, five, fives. So eight to five. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Here's your different schedules. So Niners, like I mentioned, uh, four and one down the stretch. Pretty dang good. Here's your Cardinals down the stretch. One and four. That's not good. Rams down the stretch. Also four and one. So they're a hot team coming in. Bucks schedule down the stretch. Also four and one. That's how you finish strong. Packers down the stretch. What the hell? Show me the Packers down the stretch. Man, it's like everybody went four and one down the stretch except for uh, what the Cardinals. Philly down the stretch. I have a feeling, but yeah, four and one. 
And then look at that late bye week for Philly. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. <clears throat> uh, Cowboys down the stretch, also four and one. Wow, it's amazing. All these playoff teams, four and one down the stretch. Raiders four and one down the stretch. Holy shit, I think we've stumbled upon some sort of anomaly. Every playoff team except one has gone four and one. Wow, guys, we're onto something here. We are on to some Titan Hugo. Your Titans better not screw this up for everybody. Yeah. I feel like we're on some sort of weird schedule parlay. Oh, we're about to fuck this up with the Steelers. All right. You guys think the Steelers went for one out of stretch? Just a couple of Steelers went three and two down the stretch. Uh, Bengals. Three and two down the stretch. The Patriots went two and three down the stretch. I know some of these don't count. I get it that last game specifically. And the Bills, four and one. We're back, baby. So what was it? Who was it that shit the bed down the stretch? We know it was the... uh, there we go. Cardinals. Yep. The 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 Cardinals. The Raiders. The 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 uh, Bengals. The, the Eagles. And the Steelers. Right. And then we said, not good. Not good. <sighs> so yeah, you're right. Niners are hot, but I don't know if they're the hottest team coming in. But Steve said uh, it's important to note: Niners four and one, two wins against playoff teams, only lost to AFC one seed. Cowboys beat up on trash teams. Yeah, Cowboys strength of schedule wasn't the greatest, but that doesn't stop. That doesn't that doesn't negate what they've done. I just I think this is one of the upper echelon teams in football. I might be proven wrong, but and look, I am by no means a Dallas Cowboy fan. I grew up absolute as an Oilers fan and having two cousins and an uncle that were Cowboy fans that were so obnoxious. No, fam. I'm, zoom out. I'm the wrong dude to think that I'm a huge Cowboys fan. But I, I as I've as I've matured as a sports fan, I realized that my hatred was um, unjustified. So, all right. So there's your playoff preview. Those are my picks, at least. Go ahead and write that down and take it to your bookie. I didn't do spreads this time. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to uh, let's view the queue. Here we go. Some ask me anything's about anything's. Uh, some lawn talk. Here's VB's lawn talk and AMAAA. We beat her ultra showing good results, but work to be done. How many weeks need to pass before the second application? Well, uh, Virginia Buttonweed, that's a great question, which they answer on the product uh, literature. It's literally on the package. You just have to read it. And I want to say it's something like, uh, is it four to six weeks? Anyways, just read the package. It'll tell you every single thing you put on your lawn is going to have instructions on how to do it and how often you should retreat. And that's the one thing that people tend to ignore. And I literally told you that when I told you to get the weed beater ultra, I specifically said, you've got to make sure you follow up. The same is true when you're trying to treat for a fungus in the yard, like brown patch or whatever. Great leaf spot. You got to follow up. You got to do a second treatment. When you're treating for grub worms or, or, or chinch bugs, you have to follow up because of the life cycle 
of the eggs. And so all of this stuff that you do in your lawn, you guys have got to remember, it's not just a one and done. None of that stuff is. Even fertilizer, you got to fertilize about once a quarter, four times a year. But specifically with Weed Beater Ultra, it is a low temperature, excellent weed killer, but you've got to do a second treatment maybe six weeks later. So I didn't mean to fuss at you, but you... All right, here's uh, Philip Bernard's lawn talk question. How much fertilizer will the Chiefs make out of the Steelers? All right, Matt, give give Philip a, a, a five-minute timeout. I would just talk. We just fucking talked about this. People, get your shit together. RC1911 lawn talk question. Hey, Barry, so my flower bed and grass been getting a lot of gnats. You know any good remedies for that? I know that they say come out because of uh, overwatering, but I don't even water. That's more of a pest control question, and I don't really, I don't know. Um, I would have to research it. I really don't know. Um, yeah, I did. I would talk to. So here's a good, a good resource for you, which I'll use quite a bit. Is go to like do my own. It's not. It's not talking about masturbating. It's 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 where you can buy chemicals and do your own treatment for bugs extermination stuff like you know if you want to treat for roaches or ants or you got i don't know moths in the house or they have lawn stuff they have pest control stuff but if you go to do my own and just type in gnats they'll probably have five to seven different posts on how to treat for those i just haven't ever had a problem so i've never had to research it and learn about it yet uh it is a good question it is a good question but uh yeah it's not uh, it's not something that I, I directly know the answer to. If you know, if you wanted to talk about your grass, for sure. Biggie said, you're right, Barry. Cowboy fans make me hate the Cowboys. That's the problem. And I, I listen. And that is a uh, <laughs> Clarence finally out on out on bail for Shadow Jail. Barry on deck dreaming. As soon as I step in the chat on here and Cece screaming. <laughs> feed him for money and alcohol wow that's so oh see he said feed him for tacos and alcohol that's a way to come back clarence that's well done indeed buddy uh, yeah, yeah. if i could uh if i could somehow praise you or or, or give you uh, a tip for that i totally would but uh i'm unable to hey uh uriel villanueva thanks for the follow buddy here for you to hate thanks for the follow chris reyes thanks for the follow joe hernandez thanks for the follow sorry guys i'm still working on the alerts so that's my bad. Um, all right, I see your lawn talk questions. They better be real. They better be real. Justin Swimmer said, my stream has crashed five times already. Twitch is going to be weird. Where's my phone at? I'm going to pull the Twitch stream up. Has any Is anybody else having that problem with the Twitch stream? That's a bit concerning. That doesn't make me feel good. Uh, let me pull up Twitch here on my phone. Is anybody else having that problem? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I'm I'm running an experiment here. Oh, look at Josh is on right now. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, I think he does stream at 11. I'm in the sports category, and I'm seeing if we show up and how easy or hard it is to find. We do show up. No, wait. No, we don't. Well, some bitch. Oh, man, a lot of these dudes have tons of uh, watches. Yeah, I'm in the right spot. This is going to work out excellently. There we go. Look, look out. Look, all I had to do was scroll a little bit. Look how easy it is to find. I'd still be looking for my dumbass on YouTube. 
Uh, okay, so I've got the uh, I've got it going right now. I'm going to wait and see. We actually have more people watching right now than we would on YouTube. I'm not even lying. Not even bullshitting, man. Shout out to Twitch for actually coming through in the clutch. So Fidel said it's only lagged twice early in the show. Okay. Okay. I'm going to leave this up here. Take a look at that. Um, AMAAA, do you use Laminator 5000? I'm going to add that to the queue. That's a good question. Turn off the latency. Who? Scott, are you talking to me or them? Do I have latency on? Let's go. Stream manager. English. Cancel. Is it settings, Scott? Stream settings. Disconnect protection. Mature content. Should I have mature content on? So I have latency mode on low. Best for near real-time interaction with viewers. Because I am I chat with you guys. Scooty Boy said Twitch greater than YouTube. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Hannon is now hosting, buddy. Thank you for the host, Brandon Hannon, man. Much appreciated, homeboy. Um, Demonda said, I had problems last year. This year, no problems. Good. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's only like twice your good berry. Okay, thank you, Matt. Thank you, buddy. That's working overtime as the mod. I'll dig it. <sighs> okay, yeah, so... I don't know what the deal is with the Twitches, but uh, for some of you, so I, I apologize. All right, let's get to the queue here. Got a couple things in. Crystal had a long talk question. Hashtag long talk. How the hell do I kill these crepe myrtles? I've used gasoline, dug it up, and it keeps coming back. Yeah, that's a problem. So please, first of all, please never use gasoline on anything lawn related. It seeps into the ground and into the water table, and it's an awful, awful idea. Please don't put oil. I, that was my dad's remedy back in the day. We had a fence. There was a field next to us and it had weeds that would grow real high. And he would, every time he would change his oil, he would just pour the more motor oil along the fence line. At, now at eight years old, I was like, you're smart, dad. Now I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, dad. What do you do? Oh my God. Do you know how many baby turtles you've killed? You fucking asshole. I mean, I, Sorry for the cursing. I got to get I'm, I, the other thing I need to do is clean up, clean up the cursing. Uh, anyways, don't kill turtles. Don't pour gasoline or oil in the yard. So how do you kill crepe myrtles? Well, one, you obviously got to dig it up and, and if getting as much of the root as possible is key as well. Um, another thing you can do is this as it starts to grow. Okay. If it's coming out of the ground. You, sometimes you'll do this with thick vines as well, but in like tree stumps, they'll do this. Get you a stump killer uh, and drill holes into the crepe myrtle root or into the uh, into the trunk itself and pour that stuff in there. And that's one way to do it. Like with vines, you can soak a rag in a weed killer and wrap the vine in it, put a plastic bag over it. But yeah, try to drill some holes deep and then pour that stuff in there cuz that will seep into the 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 uh what do they call it it's systemic it gets into the system of the of the tree or of the whatever it is you're struggling with and it'll do a better job of killing it so there you go uh Tony the handsome lawn talk question with this climate change causing roller coaster temps what should we do to our lawns this month and next it's a great question cuz you don't know from one week to the next once it gets cold your grass goes dormant mostly what you're seeing is weeds growing my advice to you, don't worry about the grass. Mow if you need to mow. If you're having weed issues, get you some Weed Beater Ultra. Follow the instructions and just knock the weeds out. Otherwise, just make sure it's getting about an inch of water every 10, 10 days and you're good to go. 
And there's not a whole lot you can do. The grass will adjust, but normally it'll go dormant. Most of your trees should be dormant by now, the ones that do go dormant in the winter. We've had enough cold because the grass goes dormant before a freeze. A lot of people think it's the freeze that makes the grass go dormant. Usually it's once it starts to get cold, and it does that ahead of the freeze usually. So should be good to go. Uh, just keep it watered and uh, kill weeds if you need to do that. It, it's probably too too late to winterize. And and your pre-emergent herbicide is too late for that too. So uh, here we go. And ask me anything about anything for PP Dubs. Do, do you use the Laminator 5000 for playoff picks? I have not. In fact, I stopped doing the Laminator 5000. If you don't know if you're new to the program, Laminator 5000 is just my spreadsheet. It's just my, uh, it's what I use to make my picks. Did pretty good. I want to say I was in the 60 something percent range for most of the, most of the year. Um, I'm going to pop this out of here. I want to be able to see what's happening without getting alerts. So I'm going to move that right there. Yeah, this is smarter. Okay. Now I can see the follows and the, the whatnots. Um, so no, I don't. And I don't. What's up, H-Town Badger? What's up, Walt? I do not use the Laminator 5000 in the playoffs. It, it, partially just because I'm lazy. But also... Um, because of what happened with COVID and how many people were missing. And I just was like, you know what? It's too volatile right now. And it's not really been a good judge because of some of the teams and the way that the, that the season has gone. The, the way I do picks and the way I come up with the, with the scores really relies on the games being everybody available. And I understand there are injuries and stuff like that's going to happen. But when you start having a lot of people missing and you start having, it just became too touch and go. So I kind of just, tabled it for the year i was like we'll, we'll pick it up again next year so i haven't even gone back i imagine i could and maybe if i get some time this weekend and an adderall i'll uh sit down and do that okay just side note i was talking to nora because she has adderall and i won't take it because i'm not allowed i gotta go get a prescription but i was like man i need to get some adderall or some pro vigil in like three days and I could probably save the world. I mean, she's, she was, so, so Nora's, the reason why we didn't stream last night is personal uh, on, on sports rap, by the way, had some things going on in the life, right? Had to take care of the wife. She's, she's GTSS and, and she, my wife trumps everything, including streams and Barry on deck and sports, rap And all that shit. So I just needed to be with my wife. And so I was, and you know, as, as the night went on, we end up, just in bed watching TV and she's watching TV and I'm working and I would be doing something. And then I would tell her about this and I do that. And she eventually realized, she goes, man, you are all over the map. I was like, yeah, welcome to my life. I have, my ADD is awful. Even on the show, it's awful. She's like, yeah, you need to go get, you need to go somewhere, get some Adderall or some pro vigil or something. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. All right, we got a bunch of topics to get to. I don't think I see any uh, AMAAAs. Ask me anything about anything. I guess I could put that up, though. There you go. Do you use Laminator 5000? Lawn talk. Okay, yeah, I think I'm good here. I think I got all the lawn talk hashtags done. Oh, no, I didn't. I missed H-Town Badgers. Uh, my pecan tree, pecan, pecan tree gave no fruit this year. I gave them plenty of water. Any help for next year? Yeah, you got to also fertilize your your uh, uh, what's it called? 
your pecan trees, your your fruit trees. You, you they they'll you know I know for like fruit trees specifically they make a very specific brand of fertilizer, so make sure you get that. But yeah, you gotta feed the trees. It's not just about water. And look, sometimes based on weather and other factors, it may just not produce that year. Uh, if you think it's something systemic, I would check it for some disease possibly, which might cause it to go into shock. But a lot of times if it's not healthy and if you're just not feeding it properly, uh, I would try this next year, H-Town Badger. Make sure you feed it a couple of times going into the growing season. Also get a deep root feeding. If you're really, really wanting your pecan tree to grow and you guys, if you have any tree that's looks sick, that's not growing, maybe you planted it and it's been a year or two and it's not blooming, it's not growing. This is trees now, not plants. Uh, but if you have trees, do a deep root feeding. If you don't know what that is, they bring this big probe. It's kind of like, you know, pegging your tree. That's a weird way to put it. But they take this big probe and they they stick it deep down in the ground, probably, I don't know, two, three feet. And they inject a, a liquid fertilizer into the ground that way. And they do that all the way around the canopy line of the tree. So they do a circle and they kind of, they make a basically a polka dot pattern. And that basically gets... Um, gets fertilizer to the roots of the tree and man you want to talk about uh they'll do it twice a year i pay somebody to come out and do mine twice a year so highly recommend if you have trees that are sickly not blooming not taking off uh not doing well get some deep root fertile uh deep root feeding going on those trees okay let's talk let's talk some more here what do we got wild car weekend is done let's talk texans for a second a report came out uh i mean as you guys already know or have probably heard texans fired uh head coach david cully also fired offensive coordinator tim kelly and uh the media has absolutely had a field day with the texans and what's going on and why and everybody has their own spin on this and how the texans have botched this whole thing they signed him to a five-year deal and fire him after one he's got four years left guaranteed they're gonna have to be paying him just to count thank you for the follow just a myriad of issues with this and it should come as no surprise to you all that the texans have screwed this up that should legitimately not be a surprise to anyone but they screwed this up now it was also released that david cully was one of the last people to find out that he was fired that everybody else knew except him and again, I say, not a surprise, not a surprise at all. You kind of would hope, you kind of had hoped that Nick Casario would kind of have his shit together. But, you know, when you're amongst idiots, you act like an idiot. But this was the reason they gave. This was the reason they gave for firing David Cully. Nick Casario, general manager of the Houston Texas, said, quote, I came to this difficult but necessary decision after reviewing our football operation. While a change after one season is unusual, we had philosophical differences over the long-term direction and vision for our program moving forward. A couple ways to translate this. One, in my mind, in my mind, uh, pff, there's better options now. No one wanted to come to the turmoil that was the Texans last year. Not saying that they're in great shape, but there definitely has been a bit of stabilization. You know that there's not going to be a Deshaun Watson. You don't know when it's going to be wrapped up, but you know it's not going to happen. And by the way, folks, for all of you that think that if the Texans hire Brian Flores, that Deshaun Watson stays, stop it. 
Stop it. That's not happening. You guys need to move on just like Deshaun Watson has moved on. He is not coming back. He does not like Cal McNair. He does not like Nick Casario. He does not like Jack Easterby. He wants out, period. I don't give a shit. You could hire Deshaun Watson to be the head coach and he would still quit leave. He'd be like, yeah, I'm not playing here, but I'll coach here. Like, I'm telling you, he's gone. Nobody you hire is changing that. Nobody they hire. But what I don't what I don't understand about this quote from Nick Casario, I came to the difficult but necessary decision. A long-term direction, we had philosophical differences about the long-term direction. The only thing I think that that could mean is that David Culley is trying to fight to be a winner and isn't buying into a rebuild. I don't want to play this guy. I don't want to do this. I think that also there was some personnel decisions that needed to be made, and David Culley was probably not on board of that. It doesn't pay to be a nice guy. I also think at the end of the day, it's kind of a cop-out to blame philosophical differences between them. When you knew he wasn't going to be your guy long-term, you knew that. Even though you signed him to a five-year deal, what a way. Cal McNair is just throwing away money. Let me pay Deshaun Watson to not play. Let me pay David Culley to not coach for the next four years. This dude is just like, yeah, I print money. It's the NFL. You're a moron. What are you doing? If you knew that David Culley was a stopgap, why did you sign that man to a five-year deal? Why not sign him to a two-year deal? Three-year deal? Why would you sign an unproven dude, an aloof cat that, hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm just happy to be here. Somebody bring me some gum. Hey, you ain't got no gum? Screw it. I'll chew on my tongue. I'm glad I don't have to watch that anymore, by the way. I'm so glad I don't have to watch David Culley chew on his tongue on the sidelines. My God. So I I want to tell you that I think Nick Casario has a plan, but I really don't know. I really don't know. My heart tells me this, and you can use the philosophical differences and all that other crap that they talk about, but what my heart tells me is that they feel like they can get a better coach right now and that they think they're going to be better sooner than previously anticipated. That's just what I feel like. That's just what I feel like. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I feel like is going through their minds. They're like, look at all these coaches we might want. Let's do it. I don't know. So speaking of that, sportsnot.com did a uh, top five head coaching candidates for the Houston Texans. Now, you may agree, you may disagree, that's totally up to you, but these are the candidates that they listed as the top five candidates for the Houston Texans. Number one was Lovey Smith. Number two was Gerard Mayo. Number three was David Shaw. Number four, Josh McDaniels. And number five was Lane Kiffin. Now, I don't know if they were just taking a stab at it like ah, let's just throw out a wacky name and they're a wackadoodle organization <laughs> they do wackadoodle stuff let's just throw out a rando name because you know Cal first of all I disagree with two of the names on this list for sure 
Um, I definitely disagree with uh, Lane Kiffin. And it seems like every time that, and I, I should have put my, yeah, well, it don't matter. It seems like every time that there's a list of head coaches and candidates, David Shaw is on there. And it never seems like this dude is interested in leaving Stanford. So can we just stop adding his name to the list? It ain't happening. He's good, fam. Now watch him take a job this year. Lovey Smith, I think, makes some sense, especially if you're looking for an interim. Remember how I compared David Cully to Bo Porter? Lovey Smith might be Dusty Baker. I understand that the franchises are in two different situations completely, but serving the purpose would be very similar. An older, veteran, experienced leader that can get you through a tumultuous time. Is Gerard Mayo that guy? No. Is Josh McDaniels that guy? No. A guy like Lovey Smith, a Romeo Cronell, some of those guys, which I think Romeo's, that's eh, run its course. But that first name, that Lovey Smith, I know we're, I know the, the big topic is all of the Patriots that they want to hire. But Lovey Smith might make some sense. See, now Charles said Harbaugh. I don't think that that makes sense for this program right now. I don't think that that makes sense for the Texans right now. No, number one, Harbaugh's not a Patriot. And we know the Texans love them some Patriots. Uh, I know Levy Smith isn't a Patriot, but he's in the organization already. And I said that tongue-in-cheek. But Harbaugh doesn't make sense. And I don't think Harbaugh wants to come to a situation like this if he's coming back to the NFL. Harbaugh wants to go to Denver. Harbaugh wants to go to Minnesota. Harbaugh wants to go somewhere where there's an established culture there's and not that the culture in Denver is great or in Minnesota, but there's something there. There's there's talent on the roster. Denver, the GM, I forget his name, but I, everything I hear, great dude to work with. Mm, the Texans, not as much. So I, I don't think Harbaugh makes a lot of sense. Guys like Lovey Smith make sense for the Texans. Get you through this tumultuous rebuild over the next two years or so. And for God's sakes, don't sign anybody to a long term deal. It's got to be a prove-it deal. Two, three years. But Lovey Smith makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of just get us through this rebuild, okay? Now, if you're if you're trying to find, and y'all know me, y'all know who I stand. If you're trying to find the next Mike Tomlin, if you're trying to find the next uh, 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 Kyle Shanahan, if you're trying to find the next young upstart head coach that's going to be a long-term solution for you, then maybe Gerard Mayo is the guy. We know what Josh McDaniels is. He's a fringe head, head coach. But he's a Patriot, and we know the Texans, even though Cal McNair told us we're not going to be the Patriots of the South. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Sure you are. You're going to always try. That's why three of their top candidates are former Patriots. It's the devil you know versus the devil you don't if you're Nick Casario, right? Josh McDaniels, Gerard Mayo, and Brian Flores, all former Patriots. But we're not trying to be the Patriots of the South. Now, each of those have some merit. The least favorite of mine is Josh McDaniels. But Gerard Mayo, if you're trying to find the next young upstart head coach, he might be the guy. People rave about it. Great. He might be the next Brian Flores. You're just getting him a few years sooner. Uh, Teddy Bruschi. No, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. I'm okay. I think there's... I'm okay. 
Lovey looks like he's in the gym every day, right? I love his beard. It's so majestic. It's amazing. Um, Terrence said Harbaugh ain't putting up with the Texans foolishness. Yeah, he didn't last in San Fran due to not getting along with Balky. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't think he's coming here. Texas now following Titan route. Mike Vrabel and uh, John Robinson, also former Pats. Uh, nice try. But the, uh, don't listen, Titan Hugo. You stole our team from this city. Don't try to steal our shtick. Okay? Okay? Tennessee, the, the Nashville... They're the Nashville Titans, biatch. Uh, they already stole our identity. They already stole the Oilers. But you cannot steal us trying to mimic the New England Patriots and copycat them. You can't do that, too. You, know, you got to pick one. You either want to be the Oilers or you want to steal our, our shtick and us trying to be the Patriots. But you can't have both. We started that. This city, our Texans, they started it. We started it. Don't take our shit. Valley Grower, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. Valley Grower said, Cal Moneybags McNair don't care about contracts and money. <sighs> That's the problem. That's how you run organizations into the ground, man. Un- not making sound business decisions. I guess he's like, well, as long as the players and salary cap don't get affected. I feel like if there was no salary cap, the Texans would probably be paying more to players that are gone than they would on on, on roster. Cause they wouldn't give a shit. We're like, well, as long as we don't hit a negative and I get to buy, uh, I get to buy Xbox games. It's a damn shame, but they're going to mess this up. They're going to ruin this somehow, some way. I just know it in my bones. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Uh, let's talk petty for a second. Can we talk petty? Fox sports over here acting like they got no chill. So the final BCS rankings came out. And Fox Sports had to point out that only two teams from Texas and Florida combined to crack the top 25. However, Utah, Utah had three teams. Utah, BYU, and Utah State checked in at 12, 19, and 24. Meanwhile, Florida and Texas combined had Baylor at 5 and Houston at 17. Screw you, Fox. Okay, as a as a Texan, not like Houston. Like oh, I'm a I'm a Texan. We're Texans. Yeah, and go Cougs is right, Tony. Look at that. U of H stepping up. Represent. U of H having to represent for Texas and Florida. Uh, truck driver Pookie said, damn it, my Twitch is shit in the bed. I must have bad service because yesterday it was fine. It ve- that very, ve- very well could be the case, homie. I'm sorry about that. Y'all trying to blame Twitch. Y'all trying to blame Twitch. What's going on on Podbean? We good over there? <clears throat> oh, uh, Titan Hugo made his picks. Niners, Rams, Bucks, Pittsburgh, the Bengals, and the Pats. What? Douglas B, I see you over there. He's probably gone now. Is Douglas still here? Douglas said, how do you think the Raiders will do against the Bengals? Uh, We talked about that already, Douglas. Um, I don't, okay, yeah, there's like literally nobody listening over there. Why am I even doing that? (laughs) Um, But Douglas said, I I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I don't, I think that the Raiders, um, 
while I admire what they've done this year, they put up an admirable fight. I just don't think they have the personnel to match up with the Bengals. It's a bad matchup for them. Bengals are deep. And somebody, we talked about this, I forget who, but the Bengals are what the Browns were supposed to be, right? Good offensively, good defensively, deep on both sides of the ball. A lot of people said, including yours truly, Browns might have the best roster on paper in football. They're deep everywhere. But now with the Bengals, with Jamar Chase stepping up, remember Mr. Dropsy's in the preseason? He's had a hell of a season. Uh, you got Joe Mixon. I mean, uh, Joe Burrow. They're legit. Um, set it to 160 quality TDP. That's what Robert Likes Beer said. And Charles said, mine is at 160 and I'm still getting lag. Yeah, I don't know. Alan said, have we had shots yet? No, it's, and I don't, we're not doing morning drinking. Okay. Fine, we'll do some morning drinking. It'll be like, uh, I should, I should make cinnamon toast shots. Be like, uh, be like breakfast. A little cinnamon toast shot action. All right, I'll do a little fireball. A little basic bit, uh, basic bitch shot here. I can do that. Uh, so how many of you, by the way, another poll. We're using one in five. Robert said mine works better now that I'm on 160. How many of you via poll? Valley Grower said it's afternoon. Okay, fine. You're right. Yo, this is to all the deckheads that joined me on Twitch today, man. Much love to you guys. Thank you for being here. I told the wife, look, I'm a little nervous. No, no YouTube notifications are going out. This is all faith. I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Oh, man, that's so good. That's dangerously good. Cinnamon whiskey. Dangerously good. Hearthrop says 61 minutes in and we finally get shots. Okay, so here's my question for you. One in the chat, if uh, Twitch is working okay. If you're having problems with Twitch, put a five. That's an easy way to do it. A one in the chat because your Twitch is working fine. A five if you're having technical problems with lag or glitches or whatever. I'm just curious to see is everything going okay. Uh, because you guys are, I, I mean, I don't know how to handle or deal with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with my side. But what I want to see is how many people it's working great for versus not so that I can get an idea. Is this a across the board thing or is it just some of you got jankety ass phones? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, Hey, Matt Pochet, let's step it up being the damn show producer i'll tell you what Matt said i'm getting hungry where should i have i'll tell you where you have lunch good job buddy dan seafood and wings folks if you want the if you're in houston right now watching this fine program and you want the best seafood in the city of houston get your booty on over to dan seafood and wings two locations for you one on the northeast side on uvalde road one on the southwest side um on south gessner man check them out go to eat a dan's on instagram i promise you don't wear sweatpants in public when you look at their food it's boner town folks it is boner-inducing pictures of food, and it, and it tastes better than it looks, the food, not the bone. Okay. You're going to love the food, I promise you, if you're a seafood fan, if you're a wings fan. Uh, even their, their Asian cuisine, like the lo mein, and, the, and uh, it's all amazing, all delicious. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Go check it out. Eatatdans.com is the website. 
at Eda Dan's on Instagram. It's the Boiled Spicy Shrimp, the New Orleans Barbecue Shrimp, whatever it is. Make sure you put some Dan's in your mouth. Now, I did see over here on my stream thing. I wonder if I can get... Okay, let me look at my... Uh, performance in the app so gpu memory is at 47 percent. cpu is at one percent total is 12 lots of ones in the chat by the way one 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 virginia button weed got a five uriel villain a wave i got a five okay <laughs> shelby's a one at the moment okay yeah Justin's like, damn it, Matt stole my line. Hey, listen, the more producers, the better. Wanda uh, Wan said, it's all these fools on these cricket foams. <laughs> yeah, Virginia Buttonweed, get off your raggedy-ass cricket phone. Uh, what was the question Fidel said? Are you having tech problems? If you are, put a five with Twitch. If you're not, put a one if everything's working smoothly. Um, Philip Barnard said, checking out for this for the day. Got to check into the hospital and see how. Uh oh. Let's see how things are going. Love y'all. Happy weekend. Hey, man. Love you too, Philip. I know you're GTSS, buddy. Thinking about you. Uh, best of luck to you and, and the fam. Uh, what does this say? What software are you using to monitor your GPU? So, actually, I'll show you. It's my vMix software. Let me just put, uh, this is what my whole screen looks like. This is crazy. This is going to be weird, but so this is my whole screen, right? So I've got me on the left is the preview window. That stuff you see on the right is what's going out. And one of the things that you can't see is down here on the uh, right here. You see my mouse moving down here, right down here. There's a longer bar. It's, it's really wider than this. You guys just don't see it. Let me see. There you go. I'll move this over. There you go. Yeah, we'll go full screen. Well, that still didn't work. Hmm. But yeah, you can see. So right there. Uh, frames per second is 30. Render time, 3 milliseconds. GPU at 45%. CPU at 1% or 2% for vMix. And a total of 7% for the uh, for the thing. So that's what that's what I use. This is my That was my whole desktop setup. Are we in the Matrix? Um, yeah, so that's it. That's, that's what I use. And that's how I can tell. Now I think on the stream manager, isn't there a way to look at like, oh, there's the bit rate right now. I'm at 6,000 kbps. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys. If you're having problems, you got 99 problems, but the stream ain't one. If you're having Twitch problems, I feel bad for you, son. Okay. I don't. I, I really want you guys to have to. I want this to work for you because I want you to be here. Um. So Justin Swimford's having issues too. Okay. All right. Uh. Back to the sports. We got the uh, at the Fox News assholes. Let's talk about this for a second. So. Bart Scott was talking about the cold in Buffalo. Stephen, the weather guy said it's going to be zero degrees. That's filthy cold. That's redonkulously cold. So Bart Scott said, hey, 
my advice to Josh Allen is to take Viagra. He said, we all take Viagra in the NFL, not for the, but we all take it because it improves blood flow. It makes things, it gets your circulation going. And when you're in cold weather, you need that blood flow. Walt's a five, two. Um, look, I don't, let's just pull up a headline picture here real quick. So this is a picture of JJ Watt and and I'm only using this picture because he's got his pants on and these pants don't really leave a lot to the imagination. Okay. What I don't need, I don't need a bunch of large men on Viagra with boners wearing tight pants while I'm trying to watch sports. I look, I had to deal with it in the Olympics once every four years when I watched track and field, and it looks like they shoved the relay baton in their pants, and then I got to explain to my wife that that's not normal for white dudes. I don't need every NFL player out there with a hog in his pants because he's on Viagra. No thanks. I'm good, fam. But apparently this is a thing, and Bart Scott said, no, we do it all the time. A lot of players. <laughs> She'll be, she was like, oh, speak for yourself, fam. I'm trying to see some dong on the playoffs. Let's go. The tighter the pants, the better. I want to see the helmet. I want to be like, is that a shoelace or a vein? What's going on in there? Two wasn't an option. Perry, one, one, it was working five. It's not, this wasn't a rating of one to five. It was on or off one or five. <laughs> Perry up here making his own scale. <laughs> the compression shorts they wear underneath can hold it all down. Said Scooty boy. Let me say, let me explain something to you. Scooty boy. The compression shorts can hold mine down, but some of these cats, you could layer 15 pairs of compression shorts and you're still going to be like, oh my God, that's a baby's arm. So I, I don't need to see NFL players on Viagra. There's already not enough left to the imagination. But if it works, it works, right? Maybe everybody should be required to wear that little hand towel. You know what I'm saying? The one where they're just like, they just got the little... It's usually punters and kickers that wear that because they have the small penises. I noticed that. They're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not showing you my little turtle head poking out over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this towel in front. Nobody can see what I'm working with. Listen, I know all the, the little dick moves. I know all the little dick moves. <laughs> Holding an apple. Good Lord. <laughs> How big is your helmet? Well, that's a that's a huge helmet. Your penis is never going to get CTE. Okay, this is off the rails. Chuck Diver Pookie said, um, what do they do? Duct tape that monster to their legs? No, they're just out there free balling it, running around. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. So that's what Bart Scott said. Use Viagra. Now, the funny thing is, is that Dawson Knox came out and had a response to this. Dawson Knox said, uh, is that he heard Viagra can make a player test positive for performance enhancing drugs? 
says he's not going to try that trick to stay warm Saturday. He also said he'd need a prescription to take Viagra and made it clear he does not have a prescription. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, well, let's just stick with ladies and gentlemen. Dawson Knox would all like you to know his dick is functioning. That was the point. Folks, I just want you to know I don't have a prescription for Viagra because my penis works. Sincerely, Dawson Knox. Official worker of said penis. Dawson out here thinking he's slick. We get it, fam. We get it. It works. You didn't need to come out and tell us that. You could have just stopped with, I heard you get popped for PEDs. No, thanks. No, not Dawson. Dawson was making it real clear. I heard you get popped for PEDs. Also, I would just like to point out that I don't have a broke dick. That it works. Just FYI. That's good reporting, Jay. Good job, buddy. Dawson, Dawson taking every opportunity. Hey, I, I bet you Dawson Knox is like in the huddle. They're like, okay, uh, here's what we're going to do. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, 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 guys. I just want everybody to know my dick works. They're like, Dawson, man, shut the fuck up. We're, dude, what are you doing? It's a close game. We got to all focus in the huddle. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just want everybody to know my penis works. It's like fully functional. I'm not on Viagra. My wife doesn't need me to be on Viagra. It's like, bam. Dawson, man, chill out. You don't need to tell us that. I know, I know, I know, but I'm just letting you know. Like, dude, stop! <laughs> Dawson Knox is out here. Just give it more information than any of us need, man. VB said, just take that OTC stuff at the gas station. Bro, I'm not taking... It's spelled all different and shit. It's like an upside-down V, but it's an N. It's just Niagara. I ain't taking no Niagara. <sighs> I'm on that Niagara. Boys, this is, feels good. I got diarrhea, though. I don't know. Nobody wants to. I don't feel good. I'm taking no gas station Viagra. Man, you're crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I don't know what that means. Just listen to ESPN 97.5. Got covered for that kind of thing. Oh, because the commercials. Gotcha. I gotcha. I wanted to see something here. Let's go to Twitch. Let's see. How is this sorted? Okay. Okay. I'm just doing a check here. This is, this is very experimental. And one of the things I wanted to look at is, and I was thinking about this, and this is just me. Y'all know. Y'all know how we do. I'm always super open with the chat. That would be the... Uh, Shout out to the chat. But uh, so this is what Twitch looks like right now. So there we are. Look at us, guys. Look at us. And no, I didn't do that just to see if how we're hanging with ESPN. What I wanted to see, by the way, my guy Josh Toothpete up here fucking killing it. Let's go, Josh. So I wanted to see, like, how easy is it to find the program? Also, I wanted to see kind of as an experiment, just like they do on YouTube. We're going to have to make this show stand out on Twitch, right? Like when people are scrolling here, the whole point is to make it so that as people scroll through sports talk, they see your program and they want to click on it. And do any of these look appealing to you guys right now? Are any of these like, oh man, I got to, I got to check that out. Like, see, that's no one wants to see this big fat, ugly face. 
I got to make it look fancier. Like, see this little orange background? That stands out. That pops off the page. Sorry for popping my peas there. Eh, the red. I think I'm going to use the yellow. I think that'll stand out. I think that's what I'm going to do. Oops, oops, oops. Oh, shit, we got to... <laughs> that freaked out. Uh, What the hell is Total Dallas doing? Bro, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. I don't have more viewers than 97.5, but it's close. It's close. It's close. It's close. No, it's not a competition. It's totally a competition. Yeah, we don't have more than them, but it's close. I will say this, though. You got to be kind of. Oh, it is close. 54 to 59. Oh, come on. I need six of you raggedy bitches to get over it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a, it's not a competition, although it is kind of cool to realize they have a radio. And not my boy, Joel. I love Joel and Jeremy. Love them to death. Don't want to compete with them. This is where we're at, though. But I wish I could tell everybody listening to our radio to go watch me on Twitch. That would be dope, wouldn't it? Um, that lime green screen stands out. Really? Which one? This one? Like, if you quick scroll through, what stands out here? If you're like, this one here? Which one are you talking about? Send me a screenshot. But I think the one that stands out the most as I scroll through in a sea of what is this is the, is the yellow or the orange, I mean. That one kind of stood out the most. I'll figure it out. Let's move on to more topics. We don't want to bore the people to death that are watching for the first time. Shout out to everybody listening on Podbean, which is one person, two people. Hey, fake news joined for a minute and then left. I got it. That's the problem with Podbean. Like, I, I don't pay attention enough. And then people come in and ask a question and then leave. And I'm like, damn it. I'm sorry. There's too much shit to look at. That's just for listening. That's just for the peoples. Uh, what else do I have to talk about? Oh, I got to do this. Uh, this is super important. Got to say shout out to Wallace Wilt. Wallace, buddy, thank you for joining the Patreon. Got a brand new member of the Patreon crew. Wallace Wilt joined as a huge deckhead. Brings us to 108 members. Yo, if you're not on the Patreon, I'm telling you right now, you're missing out. It is the bomb. It's the shit. You get access to our private Discord. Not, you know, a lot of people have a Discord. But I knew from the get-go our Discord was special. It was different. We are a community. We're not just some ragtag bunch of weirdos that are all like, hey, everybody look at me. Like, our Discord is a family. It's a community. And to be a part of that, it, it, you can't just be any geek off the streets. So one of the huge benefits of joining the Barry on Deck Patreon is getting access to the Discord. And when you sign up, you join. Not only that, you get access to the third hour on Thursdays. There's a three-hour Thursday. I do two live for the general public, the GP. And then the third hour is just me and the fam, me and the Patreon members, me and the Discord members. And it's so much fun. I wish the general public could see the third hour because it's ridiculously crazy. One time I lasered my balls. Like, pop, pop, on air. Like, you didn't see my balls, but well, I did it. We have so much fun in the third hour. So that's worth it. You get swag. Uh, you get all kind of cool shit. I understand, but you still got to tell the man, don't ruin this for me, Wallace. I understand. I think you know how marketing works, Wallace. Jesus Christ. 
Wallace, if 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 you didn't rejoin, then I I wouldn't be able to mention it. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> God damn it, Wallace! Tony said, "Yeah, tomfoolery and hijinks on the Discord. It's a lot of fun." And if some of you could keep your credit cards in order, well, we wouldn't have to do this goddamn exercise. Look at that. Fidel's right. Barry gave me a microwave in the third hour. True story. One day I found out Fidel didn't have a microwave. What I do? I bought him a microwave on Amazon and shipped it to his house. You just never know what's going to happen in this community. I'm out here buying microwaves for weirdos. He can't even reach it on the counter. Okay, that was too far. Fidel's super short. Um, Virginia, but we said the third hour from yesterday needs to be deleted. That was like what happens in the third hour stays in the third hour. Yeah, that was pretty. That's true. I probably need to go do that. I'll do, you know, a good call VB. Thank God I have all these producers. I'm going to go delete that right after the show. I'll be like, that never happened. I still have the recording locally if I need anything from it. Joel Hernandez said, I still have my koozie berry. Dude, really? I probably need to send you another one, Joel. Joel's good people. Joel will never say shit. He just says bye at the end of the show. I love it. I mean, I, I like the interaction, but Joel's one of them dudes that just watches all day and says, love you, Barry. Peace. Love you too, Joel. Peace. He's like that. Joel's like that cousin that you like. You only see on Thanksgiving, but man, when you see him, you guys vibe. You guys are fucking feeling it. You know, like, why don't we hang out more? We're like best friends. And he's like, see you next Thanksgiving. That's it. It's the only time you see him. That's Joel. He just, I don't see him through the whole show. And then at the end of the show, he's like, peace, good show. But he's here every goddamn day. Shelby said third hour yesterday was so fun. It really was. It was a lot of fun. Lots and lots of fun. All right, well, now Wallace ruined that fucking asshole. Stop cursing, Barry. You can't curse so much. Okay, my bad. Did the headlines. Got the dick pills story. Oh, this was crazy. I have some non-sports, too, that we can get to. But a couple of these stories. are. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. What time is it? 1230? We got time. Uh, hey, Behannon's lurking. Thank you, buddy. Third hour yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Jen doing? Is Jen getting after folks? Jen, let me know if people are giving you problems. Y'all don't mess with Jen. Okay? You hear me? Nobody mess with Jen. Hey, by the way, I understand this. This is the only follow thing I have. That's the YouTube. Just a reminder, if you're here, just click follow. If you're just watching just because, click follow for me. Just follow the program. You might like it, you might not. Following is free. And then maybe you'll come back later and be like, this guy is kind of fucking weird, but super fun to hang out with. Uh, Scott said, I liked the coffee mug. It's my go-to at work. Dope! Dope! Yeah, I... uh. I had a few extras, so I have one as my pin holder right here. That's the perks of uh, having them printed. I got a whole goddamn box of them. Uh, All right, let's talk about this. This was kind of crazy, but this is for foodies now. This is food talk for a second here. (sighs) Lay's potato chips. Lay's potato chips is introducing... New bags of chips, I guess. New, fl- not even flavors. But the, the new Lay's Golden Grounds chips. Hear me out, chat. Hear me out. This is some weird shit here. But the Lay's Golden Ground chips are made with potatoes grown in soil from your favorite NFL team's home field. 
Are we out of ideas? Is this what we're doing now, Lays? You're just like, you know what? Let's let's get some salt. Here's the thing. There's no way they grew all these goddamn potatoes. This is what happened. They took a cup of soil and then they spread that. They cut that shit. That's like, that shit has been stepped on more than white boy Coke. That shit is, this is not possible. This is not possible. This is marketing. We're supposed to believe this. That, oh man, if I buy these golden grounds chips, it's going to taste like Jerry's world. First of all, I don't want to taste Jerry Jones in my chips. No, thanks. This is golden grounds. What do, what do they do if it, if they got turf? I mean, this tastes like Michelin tires. This tastes like rubber pellets and concrete. If the Texans had turf, I would say, I wonder like, so they always tell you that with whiskey, and I'm an expert now, thanks to Christopher Hart, shout out, uh, with whiskey, that the oak that's used to make the barrels to create the bourbon, uh, the or, or whiskey, the 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 ground that the corn is grown in, the the dirt, the soil, like all of that, has an effect on the flavor profile. And y'all know me; I think tasting notes are a load of shit. Well, I used to. Christopher Hart has me believe it now. But I wonder if they're trying to tell us that these potato chips are going to have flavor notes, right? <laughs> like, oh, you know, these Packer ones. This kind of tastes like ice. Like it's always cold up there and the ground's frozen. I, I'm getting a little, uh, I'm getting a little frozen water taste. Like the Chiefs just taste like, I don't know, cholesterol because everybody in Kansas City is fat. Like, oh, Tony, I hate you so much. I hate cauliflower chips. <laughs> I hate you. Shut up. You can't be you can't be handsome and fit, okay? You gotta pick one. Yeah, da, exactly, Donna. Football notes? Huh. The we definitely know the test the text the Testins. Yeah, that's probably. These Texans chips, these these taste like uh sadness. I'm tasting the tears of Oiler fans. I'm getting notes of disarray. This is just fucking weird. Like, this is literally nothing but marketing. Half the teams have turf. <sighs> I don't know. Cowboy fans would just taste like history. Like, we don't have anything present to root for, but goddamn, these chips would have been great 30 years ago. Okay. I'm sorry, CC. Don't hate me. That was uncalled for. Total Dallas. I'm sorry, Cowboy fan. <sighs> That's a little much. But that was according to chewboom.com. They even have like videos. I guess I should have downloaded it. Can y'all hear that? Let's see. Let's see if this. Let's see if this will come through. Let's see. Hold on. Let's watch their commercial. Let's see if I can pull this up, chat. Hold on. Let's see. Screens. Boop, 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 doop, boop. Okay, so this is the. Let's see. Can you guys hear this? I don't feel like you guys are hearing that, huh? 
Nope. Why does this not work anymore? I used to be able to play this. I used to be able to play system audio, and now I can't. But this is... That's stupid. I really wanted that to work. They're saying how they worked with NFL teams to grab soil and shipped it to their potato farms. Darren said Barry's about to start a riot in here. I know, right? Take a shot at Cowboy fans. Cece's not even here. She's working. Or drinking on it. Yeah, I know, Fidel. I know how it freaking works. I know. I see the little meter. What do you think? I always mute myself and talk without a microphone on stream. What am I, an idiot? All right, I'm kind of an idiot. Uh, shout out to a new listener on Podbean, WZN2RZJ8V. If that is your real name. <sighs> so there's a stupid ass story about potatoes and uh, just needed something. Uh, let's talk about this story for a second. Non-sports here, folks. There's a dude out here that said his penis shrunk 1.5 inches because of COVID. This is a concern. You know, there's a lot of reasons I don't want to get COVID. They say that you could be a long hauler and you're going to have heart problems and lung problems. I would, I would, I would trade all that not to lose an inch and a half. So this is what this dude says. Uh, here, let me move this over here so I can be a little closer to the, to the, oh my gosh. So this dude said, um, my penis has shrunk. He talked about in a letter to the How to Do It podcast. I'm a heterosexual man in my 30s. In July of last year, I contracted COVID and was very sick. Very sick. When I got out of the hospital, I had some erectile dysfunction issues. <laughs> Bart Scott's got a the uh, purportedly once well-endowed man went to, on to explain that prior to his diagnosis, he boasted an above-average-sized tool. But much to his chagrin, his formerly impressive privates have now lost their luster. He said the erectile dysfunction gradually got better with some medical attention. But I seem to be left with a lasting problem. Before I got sick, my penis was above average. Not huge, but definitely bigger than normal. Now, I've lost about an inch and a half and became decidedly less than average. Let me tell you something. First of all, I'm totally using this guy. I'm totally using this. I'm literally going to go in and tell my wife right after the show is over. Babe! I know why I got a small dick. COVID. She's like, babe, I've been with you since 1998. Okay, well, I had, I had COVID-98. What are you? <laughs> this is now, this is every dude's little dick cover story. I, this is what that's, what that's, get ready, ladies. If you're single out there on the dating scene, First time that dude pulls down, you go, oh. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, I was like 33 inches. It's four now. 
just COVID got me. It's true. Look it up. Google it. It's a fact. Go 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 find it on the internet. Small penis is a side effect of COVID. I mean, shrunken. You know, like I said, it wasn't small. Seriously, don't ask nobody. It's just I'll just take my word for it. Uh, but he said, I seem to be left with a lasting problem before I got sick. Uh, oh, he claimed that the medical advisor had attributed his problems to vascular damage caused by COVID and was warned that impairment was likely permanent. It shouldn't really matter, but it has a profound impact on my self-confidence and my abilities in bed. Uh, I know you can't give, I know you can't give me back my missing length and girth, but I was wondering if you could give me any advice on what to do now. <laughs> Get in line, bro. Get in line. In response to the dude's desperate plea for penis help, Dr. Charles Welliver, a urologist and director of men's health, confirmed the rare but real havoc COVID can wreak on a man's unmentionables. You can connect these dots, he said. COVID causes a mass of respiratory symptoms that leads to a lot of deaths, but there's also pretty significant vascular issues that occur with guys. Doctor went on to cite studies that have shown cases of men who've suffered from priapism, the persistent erection problem, and erectile dysfunction after contracting COVID. Okay, okay, just get to the solution. Get to the solution. How are we fixing this small penis? How are we fixing our small penis? His small penis. Wait a minute. The main reason that we uh, think this occurs is something that we call, and no one gives a fuck about the medical stuff, Doc. Because the erection is blood flow. Uh, uh, okay, a typical regime. Okay. Despite the prognosis coming up short received from his doom and gloom doctor, both urologists agreed that rehabilitative practices like doing penis push-ups or purchasing a penis vacuum could restore length over time. They make a vacuum for this? Hey, Google. Man. Oh, I got, I got a bookmark. Never mind. Um, a penis vacuum. I want to know what a penis push-up is. I really want to Google that, but I kind of don't want to Google that. A typical regime would be starting something like Viagra or Cialis to improve your blood flow. Another thing would be to buy a penis vacuum device to do penis exercises with it or penis push-ups. The doctor, the urologist also suggested stretching the penis with a traction device named the Restore X. Restore X. No, that's Xbox One. Restore X device. Here we go. The official Xaflex. No, I want the Restore X. I said what I said. It's a penile traction device. Oh, no. Oh, they got a quick start video. <laughs> Can I get kicked off of Twitch for watching the Restore X penis stretching device quick start video? You guys can't hear it, but it's it's playing. I really want to see this. What? Oh! <laughs> All right. We're watching this. We're definitely watching this chat. Hey, who's with me getting kicked off of Twitch for watching penis videos? Huh? Who's? Oh, you might need to change your stream to mature audiences. Let's do it real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stream manager. Uh, boom. 
Nope, that's not it. Stream. Uh, mature content. Yes. Okay, done. We've got the mature audience's content. Let's uh, let's get this over here. Let's go full screen. And let's share this. Can I share? Let's see. Yo, this is super weird. Oh, it's not working. There we go. All right, bro. Not sure this is a good idea. <laughs> you guys aren't living on the edge at all. Have a little faith, folks. <laughs> Matt said, post it on Discord. Total Dallas said, I'm out. Are you really? Are you guys really voting against this? This thing, he stretched his dong a half an inch using this. It doesn't actually show penis. Okay, just, I just, just real fast. Just real fast. Just real fast. What? Watch that we just started this channel. Let's not lose it. Well, I mean, starting over, now's a good time to do it, right? I'm just, look, all I'm really doing is just, uh, it's it's almost one o'clock. Right now, I'm just stretching for time. What? I can't believe this is a thing. I can't believe this is a thing. It's mashed the head all in. I don't, this isn't inappropriate, is it? Day one Donna. Look, is that inappropriate? I don't know. I don't think that is. That's super weird. That's the device. I won't show you the whole video. Fine. It doesn't ever show any actual penis, by the way. It just, uh, oh my. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, oh my God. What is this? What? Yo, that is awful, chat. That is... F no, 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 no. That, no. No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Looks like it has teeth. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <sighs> Tony, Tony said you're not making tortillas out of my penis. Man, that is awful. I'm trying to see what else. Oh my gosh. All right, let's just just real fast. Just watch this. Oh, what? I had to move that manually. Jeez, oh, Louise. They put like a little bandage on it. I can't show that part because it actually like shows the helmet and stuff. That's insane. Okay, let me let me get out of this here. How do I how do I escape out of that? That was wild. <laughs> Biggie said, "Hail to the now, to the now, now, now." How many dudes would use that if you could? Okay, serious question. <clears throat> Ones and fives in the chat. One for yes, five for no. What's up, Ray? Ray said I took a break from work to catch some of the show. Thank you, buddy. One for five. One for yes, five for no. How many of you would use that if it guaranteed you an extra two inches? No, you don't even know the question. You're already putting fives in the chat. That's not how this works. Stop putting fives before you know the question, you 
dumb jerk faces. <laughs> Alex Villanueva put a bunch of fives. No, no. If it could guarantee you two inches, two inches, you wouldn't use that. Guys, I'm needling my face to get my beard to fill in. You think I'm not, you think I'm not rocking with that? You got your damn mind. <clears throat> Two inches? I didn't realize that was a thing. I had n- I've never seen that thing before. Hey, Ray, thank you for the follow, by the way. <laughs> Alan said Catherine is sitting right next to me. One. <laughs> 1.5-ish. Oh, that's too... Oh, God. No, it's one or five. You don't get to... No. Look, see, Biggie said two inches. Hell yes. Come on, fam. Every dude out there, well, most dudes out there, two extra, come on. Y'all ain't fooling me. You can say, you can put all those fives in the chat all you want. We all know the truth. We all know the truth. I'm with you, Biggie. (laughs) Ray said then one. See, the same. Yeah, why not? Extra is extra. Who couldn't use extra? Shut up, Perry. Of course, the black dude's like, I'm good. I'm okay. None of the black dudes in chat are like, yeah. Well, I'm good, fam. Shut up, Perry. It's unfair. like it. Uh, so that was a pretty crazy story. Speaking of crazy stories, here's one more non-sports story before we bounce out of here at 1 o'clock. And I'll, the Joe Judge thing and this this parlay was pretty wild. I won't spend a lot of time on it, but I would do. I do want to talk about it real quick. This dude hit a parlay, a fifty cent parlay, turned into a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yes, this was the parlay. This dude hit six leg parlay. <clears throat> Gordon Hayward would score the first basket was plus nine hundred. Bogdan Badanovich would score the first basket was plus 950. Evan Fournier first basket plus 700. Christian Wood first basket plus 450. Laurie Markkinen plus 1100 first basket. And LeBron James first basket plus 370. 50 cents just on a wild six leg parlay like this equals $130,000. Unbelievable. I would totally do that. Totally do that. Wallace, you jerk. Wallace said, we didn't think that question was uh, for the black folks. We just figured white dudes would answer the the penis question. Uh, Perry said, I'm kind of liking the twitches, Truman. Good, buddy. I mean, we're having some tech problems and I'm having some tech problems and we're going to get it figured out. Uh, Joel, that's a really good question. Who wouldn't put a whole ass dollar? Maybe he was like, whatever the minimum is. I want to just take the absolute. Oh. I looked over on my Twitch stream. It was like, the broadcasters indicated this is for adults. I guess I could turn that off now, huh? Let's see. Adult content. Mature content. Boom. Now that it's done, right? Or do I need to just, I'll just delete this VOD. Actually, I won't. I'll just leave it on. Yeah, we'll leave that on for now. When that VOD goes away, I'll turn it off. Um, 
Tony said, I can't wait for the hype trains. That's the fun part. It moves so fast. What moves fast, Shelby? Twitch? <laughs> yeah, that is a good question, though. Why would you do 50 cents? But my guess is he was probably just like, you know what? I'm just going to, what's the bare minimum that I could turn into the maximum? 50 cents to 130K? Either way, that's pretty good. Pretty damn good. Um, Yeah. That's super legit. I wonder how many times he's done that, though. Because you know that's not like he wasn't just one and done. Hey, you know what? Crazy idea. I'm just going to do a six-leg parlay and see what happens. The chat does move fast. Yeah, I need to make this more Twitch-friendly, uh, like with the backgrounds and stuff. So we'll figure it out. Uh, okay, one more uh, topic. This is a non-sports topic, but I did want to get to this. So this chick, Sophia Franklin. Sophia here is, uh, according to Lad Bible, she's single and ready to mingle. She's a podcaster. She's a social media star. I think they mean influencer. I don't know. But she did a clip. She recently shared a video on TikTok with the post with the title that said men love some healthy competition. Let me tell you what this chick did or does. She buys herself drinks and has them sent to her table so that and says they're from other dudes so that the dude she's on a date with thinks that there's another guy in the restaurant sending her drinks. If you're thirsty, bring a bottle of water. What I mean, I, I, these are the kind of women that in 30 years when she's still single because none of her relationships work she's going to be wondering why why can't i just just settle down with somebody i don't know maybe 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 it's because you play stupid ass games you're shallow i mean that is so super like it's 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 super petty it's really uh childish I can tell you, I, I don't know. I can't speak for the chat. Chat, speak up, dudes. But I can tell you, ladies, as a man, if I'm sitting at a table with you and a dude sends a drink, uh, ma'am, the gentleman at the bar just bought you a Diet Coke. Oh, thank you. Let me tell you how I would react. Anyways, did you figure out what you want? I don't give a fuck. We ain't, we're dating. You're, you're not my wife. If a dude sent my wife a drink, I'd be like, oh, hey, could you tell the gentleman she's married? Thank you. Otherwise, I'd be like, cool. Like, if you want to get up and go find him, I'll just leave. I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now. Something like that would never work on me. The healthy competition bullshit, you're not, no. I'm the opposite. I'd be like, well, they go. You want to go see who it is? Because I can just get the check and leave. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that stupid ass 
ho-ass games. I'm not doing that. So that might work for some dudes, but there's a lot of us dudes out there that would be like, nope. I don't give a shit. Not working on me, trick. Uh, and then her quote, let me just show you this, this quote here. Let's see if I can pull this down here from the article. Her quote even says, I want to make sure my man knows I have options. You skank ass hoe. Hold on. Look at this. When I go to the bathroom and pay the bartender to send me an anonymous shot so my date remembers I have options. Uh, so does he, Trick. So does he. He also has options. <laughs> Ray said, can you break two straws? Right? I don't know why women think this kind of stuff would work. Well, she is an influencer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why, like, I don't know why some of you ladies would think this way. Not you. I don't think the decades do this at all. But I guess the comments kind of drug her a little bit. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was her plan. That's her. That's her big plan. That's her. That's her big way to to trap a man, get a man. Donna Donna said she's being a player. No, she's being an idiot. A player would be if it actually happened. Like, that's that's just fake. That's just a wannabe player, Donna. Because, first of all, no dude, most dudes, I would say 90 to 95% of dudes aren't going to see another chick at a table having dinner with a dude and send her a shot. I don't know. Is there a man in chat that would do that? Put a one if you would do that. Just put a one, honestly. And, and, and you know, if you do, you do. But I know me, if I see a hot chick, I'm like, oh, she's with a dude, but she's hot though. And I'll be like, hey, you know what? It's cock block time. Good thing I used the little bendy stretchy thing. Let's send her a shot. Because, you know, since I have no shot, she might as well have one. Robert likes beer. Okay. We have one. Tony said, if I was single, I would. You watch her podcast? Well, really? Oh, she's too thirsty for me. That shit would get on my nerves. Well, you out here watching her podcast? Oh, so true, Shelby. Self-proclaimed influencers can be so petty or insufferable. Oh, oh, the worst. The worst. All right, I got to wrap. Got to get ready for TV shoot. Got to be down at the studio at three. Don't forget, uh, Houston Sports Show, CW39, 10 o'clock on Saturday. Hey, man, first Twitch stream in the books. Thank you guys for joining. I was really worried that nobody was going to show up because uh, we wouldn't get the notifications. But you did showed up and showed out and I appreciate you being here thank you all is Josh still going maybe we should raid him let's go see if 2P is still going send old Jai he is alright we're gonna raid Josh I don't know if he's going uh, off air but we're gonna start that raid here in just a second I did want to say, man, thank you all so much for joining me all week. Thank you for joining me here on Twitch for this 
the initial edition of Barry on Deck on Twitch. Hey, man, enjoy the football. Have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday and do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. Because I love you. I'll see you Monday. We're going to raid Josh. Stick around. Bye. Hang out with Josh. Bye-bye! Daddy's making a YouTube video!